When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rowe. It's time now for the financial outlook for personal investors. I'm joined, I'm delighted to say, by Russ Mould, Investment Director of Bell. We're going to look at the world of investment from a UK um, perspective. Russ, there's so much we could talk about. You want to talk about uh, real estate, though, a phrase imported from my American cousins that I confess I haven't I quite got so. used yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, it, only because it ties into interest rates, which remain one of, if not the yes. market's main preoccupation, as, not least because that's mm. linked to inflation. Um, and I guess that and we've actually seen real estate stocks, real estate investment trusts, like actually a lot of retailers and other cyclical stocks, bottom mid-October, just when things seemed at their worst under trustonomics with interest rates shooting up and inflation very lofty and the Bank of England mm. potentially dithering and gilt yields motoring away. Uh, and I guess maybe, you know, <laughs> the darkest hour, therefore, is often before the dawn, I suppose. Um, but, it, it, it seemed, but real estate stocks, interest rates are vitally important for them. Um, why? Well, because in the end, as we know, all assets are priced off the risk-free rate, which in the UK you would say is the 10-year gilt yield. So the higher the 10-year government bond yield goes, the higher property yields have to go to compete. Seems logically enough, correct, to make people want to invest in property. And the quickest way for that to happen is for the price of the property to go down, because then that increases the rental yield. From a share price perspective, it's exactly the same. Real estate investment trusts have to pay out 90% of property-related income to maintain their tax advantage status, which is they pay no tax at all. So again, they tend to offer a pretty meaty dividend yield. But again, if the 10-year gilt yield is motoring towards 4.5-5%, then REITs will have to compete with that to attract attention from investors. And again, either they can jack up their dividends very quickly, but what happens coming even quicker still is that the share price goes down. Yeah. And that's what we've seen. So therefore, interest rates up, Property yields up, property prices down, share prices, share price, share yields up, equity yields up, share prices down. Simple. And that's what we've seen with the result that a lot of real estate investment trust share prices have been absolutely mown down. Now, we must stress at this point that there are lots of different types of real estate trusts. We're not just talking about a homogenous industry. We've got office space, retail space, warehousing, logistics, data centers, care homes, residential property, you name it, they're out there. So if you are looking at REITs, you know, you, you, you really, really need to do your homework in terms of business mix mm. and also look at things like, like we, talk, we talked about before, didn't you? We were saying, you know, you thought the, the online warehouse type of REIT, you know, that's online shopping is going to continue. So that might be one area that's going to be. But again, the problem that you got supported. there was that then a lot of those stocks began to trade at a premium to net asset value because yeah. they were pricing a lot of that future growth. And I'm always very frightened of paying a premium to NAV because you're effectively yeah. giving away some of your future growth. But so, so, so where are we now? Well, one, we have real estate stocks trading at a big discount to net asset value because they're pricing in further drops in asset valuations. And in some cases, they've barely started. I mean, British Land and Land Securities have reported what? Low single digit percentage declines in net asset value. We've got Shaftesbury results coming up next week. They're talking about something similar. And they own, let's face it, large chunks of 
Chinatown, Carnaby, Soho and Covent Garden, which yes. sounds pretty attractive to me. There aren't many of those around in the world. In fact, there's one and they've got a big chunk of it. But even they're seeing some, some pressure. Um, so that's one interesting starting point. And the other is if the, if and I stress if this stock market narrative of inflation is peaking, interest rate increases are slowing down. And if interest rate increases slow down, they will eventually stop. And if they stop, they will eventually turn into cuts. So that's why we're getting the central bank pause pivot narrative still. Then current market action is telling you then real estate stocks could be in the vanguard of that. But clearly, the big question is, do we get that peak in inflation? Do we get that pause and that pivot? Okay, good moment for us to pause and pivot ourselves. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. So the million dollar question then. Though actually we should upgrade that really given well, inflation. A million isn't much anymore. It's a few it? billion if you're British yeah, land yeah, and yeah, land yeah. security sitting <laughs> in all these lovely London <laughs> properties. Absolutely. I mean, I think first so of all, what, the, the, yeah. Yeah, I mean the, the question is obviously when you have a big discount to NAV at a stock, it's obviously lovely to think that the asset value stay the same and the share price just goes bananas and catches up with it. Life is really that simple. And what you tend to find is that the market is very smart. It has accurately priced in at least some degree of asset decline and the share price and the asset valuation probably meets somewhere in the middle. So I think it would be brave of me to say that in the short term, there's 50% upside in all these real, real estate investments because I just life just isn't that simple. And we know that there are other challenges in real estate, you know, online versus bricks and mortar and, 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 mm -hmm. and we've even seen Amazon start to retrench on some of its capital investment and expansion programs. So we mustn't get carried away in there with warehouse. Um, so, that's one thing that we must bear in mind. And then as you correctly identify the second one, will central banks pause and pivot? By inclination, I think my, my feeling is yes, because the fact you've already got Governor Bailey in the UK talking about, you know, you know they, they are looking for a peak and you've got the Federal Reserve minutes talking about slowing the rate of interest rate increases to 50 basis points in December from 75. Uh, and their instinct over the last, what, 15 years has been to try and gun the economy as soon as they possibly can. Mm just because there's so much debt in the system. We know we were, I know we were just discussing just before we started that the retail price index is 14%. And the last time the RPI was 14%, so were base rates. We aren't going to get anywhere near 14% this time. It would bankrupt the government and just about any poor mortgagee that you can think of. So that's not going to happen. So maybe 5 or 6% is the new 14% because there's that much more debt in the system. But I think they will be wary. And I suspect that, their temptation because of that debt, they certainly can't afford deflation because that would be an absolute killer. So mm. of, of the, the lesser of the two evils for them, I suspect, probably is inflation. Now, Jeremy Hunt, intriguingly, is, is, is saying, no, inflation is the bigger threat. Um, but I think the Bank of England and the Fed and the ECB, by inclination, to me, feel that they'll gun the economy when they can and perhaps take their chances. And I, and I wouldn't be shocked if they did that next year. Equally, that wouldn't surprise me if we saw what happened under Paul Volcker in the Fed in the early 1980s when he took comfort from a, a, a 
de decline in the rate of inflation, paused too early, whoop, and then there was another second leg, which was now, again, that was partly down to another oil price shock in the Middle East. Who knows what's going to happen with, 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 with crude this time? But I think that, and given that core inflation is proving pretty sticky and that you were still seeing a lot of industrial unrest, mm. um, I wouldn't be shocked to see a second wave of inflation. But central banks' initial inclination, I think, will be to gun things. Um, and therefore, uh, now I'm not sure that would work out well, by the way, because we've seen what inflation does to share prices, over to, to equity multiples over time. Mm. You get very, very good nominal growth, but you get multiple contraction. Um as interest rates zoom higher eventually to try and combat it. So I, I think there'll be an initial win there, but I'm not sure there will be any long-term benefits. But certainly if central banks panic and start spraying pay pro electronic money around again, then real assets would be one way of looking at it, whether that's property or whether it's commodities. Mm. My inclination will probably be more commodities and property, but property you never know. As, as Mark Twain once said, you know, buy land because the good Lord isn't making any more. Yeah. Um, I know that there are exceptions to that, Hong Kong Harbour being and being, being a classic <laughs> one, but they're, they're pretty. They're, but they're generally yes. pretty rare. So presumably, for for investors, rather than thinking, oh well, this must be the bottom, it's perhaps better to wait until we get some concrete action like from Bank a, of England like there, and like lose a, a bit of the there. first. Yeah, yeah, it feels like there's a trade there to me, but I think you're going to have to be very nimble. And given that, I, I, even when I was trying it, I was a terrible trader. Um, my inclination would be just to, to, I mean, this this feels like a rally to me that could have a bit of legs just because there is this narrative out there. But equally, um, you know, and, and we know that bear market rallies can last for a very long time, but I'd be slightly wary. And I, and I say that because, you know, the, the old mantra is don't fight the Fed. Mm. But I remember in 2000 to 2002 and 2007 to 2008, the Fed was cutting like bilio. And earnings estimates were collapsing and dragging share prices down. So you've got to be careful. I think the one thing that you've got in your favor with the real estate trusts is they've already been crushed and they're trading at a big discount to NAV. They do, however, in some cases have a fair amount of debt. So you need to be a little bit careful there. So I think, again, it would be very a very selective approach um, rather than a, 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 a blanket look. But finding the ones that trade at steep discounts to NAV would be an interesting starting point for your research at the very least. Ross, thank you. Very much indeed. That is Russ Mould, Investment Director of AJBL. We've been looking at the financial outlaw for first investors. We'll be back with more of the same at the same time next week. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.